right. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Tank Rodriguez Show. I'm indeed your host, Tank Rodriguez, and today is obviously the wrestling show where we talk about this past week in wrestling. We give our idea, you know, our thoughts and opinions, and of course, I am joined with my esteemed colleagues and co-hosts. Uh, missing one again, uh, but now we just uh, replaced him uh, with the one that was missing last week. So today we have we are joined with horror podcast uh, expert of the horror pod, the Tuesday horror pod of horrors, James. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to talk about wrestling, and I'm uh, probably going to get heated about it. Oh, this. man. Aren't, aren't we all? Already then, a heavy sigh there. Yeah, already. Already. And so, and then, of course, you heard him right now, ladies and gentlemen. We have Adam Danger back in the... <laughs> Glad to be back, ladies Sir, and gentlemen. Sir, you, you were gone last week out uh, with uh, Chaos with an X. That is correct. <laughs> we were hitting the road. We were in Berwyn. We hit up Boaz. We were in Ogdenville. And finally, we finished up our tour there in North Haverbrook. And that's in uh, Missouri. Missouri. As I understand it, yes, sir. And so it Missouri. Is. Okay. Not Missouri. 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 Yes. Gotcha. Yes. How, did, how did it turn out? How did Chaos do? Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. And, and is it Chaos with an X, or can I address him as Chaos? Well, only his friends call him Chaos. I'm not uh, as obviously Professionally, having... we like to call him Chaos with an X. Uh, I mean, we sold out every armory, every... VFW, I heard. Every VFW hall. I, I heard you got the one in Missouri that had a 60 instead of the 40 seats. Well, yes, they've been remodeled actually. You know, it was oh one of those, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was one of those instead of the instead ones. of the six foot ceilings, they got the uh, right. eight the eight foot ceilings now. <laughs> right. No, it was it was very exciting. <laughs> I mean, it it was chaos with an X is on fire. I, I when you look them up, you're gonna see some of the the fastest, hardest hitting action that there is now in pro wrestling today. The best five five buck ten guy you'll see out there in the say, Indies. Exactly. So what I'm really, what I'm curious is, uh, what is the, what's this, what's in the old uh, North Haver, Haverbrook? North Haverbrook. 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 What's, the, what's the rat scene like? What's the rats? Oh, well, you know, plentiful. <laughs> plentiful, uh, really? They have, uh, they have more sense than teeth out there. Uh, <laughs> so we took some time off from hanging out in the uh, truck stop uh, parking lots to uh, come and watch the wrestling. Well, I mean, some of the shows were in truck stop. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, definitely, we definitely. a couple of double shots, as it were, but uh, no, I mean... Uh, uh, look, he has this incredible wave of momentum just sweeping across the nation. You will see Chaos with an X on every uh, YouTube channel, any kind of uh, uh, you know internet machine. Uh, he's going to take over. Friends of this podcast, you're hearing about the next big star right now, I, and you're welcome. I try to reach out to him all the time. He never responds. I'd love to have him on the show one day. Uh, his cell phone ran out of minutes, so that <laughs> oh. is something we are working on, I'll be honest with you. That's nice. So he's, uh, you're trying to contact him in uh, 2004. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, look, we, we're starting small. Okay. You start off small, then you get taller than the law. I mean, that's how it goes. Is he, uh, is he headlining CZW, or is he just is he in the undercard? We've been in talks with okay. CZW. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, you know, they have a post office box that you can mail requests to. Uh, we just haven't 
uh, been able to hear back from them. We've sent various postcards with our intentions, various napkins. VHS and, uh, tapes. VHS tapes. Gotcha. Oh, those little, uh, those little maps that they give you at restaurants where the kids can color on. You know, we filled in a lot of his details and sent them to that <laughs> P.O. box. Uh, still waiting to hear back. So if you're listening, uh, CZW, uh, Chaos with an X is open for business. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, that's a good update there. I appreciate it. Glad you made it back safe. Glad uh, to be here. And I'm sure he won all his matches, you know, uh, got his shit in. Everybody won. Everybody Everybody, won. everybody, everybody wins every... when Chaos wrestles. <laughs> Chaos with an X, sir. You put some respect on that name. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> so I actually had, a, I had an update for you. Uh, um, uh, another big shout out to my brother Mike, the, the mailman. I had to be on Facebook, by the way. Yeah, he did. He's, shout he's, out he's, to he's, Mike he's a, again. He's a fan of the podcast, but he was listening to the episode and immediately texted me. It was... Uh, it was the Invader Three, and it was um, Manny Fernandez. The boy I Manny know. Fernandez. Yeah. The next day, I I I just felt so like beat red in the face. I was like, "How can I forget Manny Fernandez?" Fernandez I know. So it was Manny the Bull it Fernandez. It was Manny the Bull Fernandez Invader Three. Not not Mr. Wrestling. Not Mr. Wrestling. Yeah, okay, so. yeah. So thank so you so much shout, for that. Yeah. Big shout to to Mike. The, the mailman, thanks for, uh, thanks for the, the, yeah. the what, keeping us honest. Yes. Yeah, and that was the guy that was spitting up all the blood. Yeah. Oh, it was amazing. Anyway. But he was yeah, a fan of the spot. Yeah. Yeah, big shout out to Mike. Thanks, Good, Mike. Great, great guy. Uh, but yeah, so um, we're here to talk about this past week in wrestling, not including SmackDown, which does come on tomorrow, and we'll talk about next week. Uh, initial thoughts. I mean, I know it was kind of, you know, it's literally like almost a week, you know, a week ago. Um, did it leave a long-lasting impression on you as far as like the first, the first ever premiere on Fox for SmackDown? Well, so here's my my first thought: is there's so much goddamn wrestling on TV? Yes, I can't, I can't even keep up. Yes, I'm 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 actually blanking on ninety five percent of the matches. I Me saw. too. I, I can't. I, I don't think I can remember. Oh, I. Um, I mean, SmackDown was huge. SmackDown, yeah. you know, across across the the whole show, uh, memorable moments. They they made sure that they came out swinging. Yeah. On their Fox uh, debut, uh, obviously the big news everybody took away was the debut of. Uh, uh, skin, uh skinny fat man uh, uh, skinny that, fat I would, skinny fat guy yeah i would like to say quote you by know, chris jericho we talked about uh, uh renaming him and uh walter the new heavenly bodies yeah. but uh i was informed that that uh, name has already been taken yeah so they will be called the relatable bodies <laughs> uh for you know average joes like you and i with yeah. the dad bods the dad, the dad bods. bods that's very hip right now yeah, yeah but i mean king boss is literally that's the definition of dad bod to me like are you all a fan of the heavenly bodies the original Heavenly Bodies yeah. or the new ones? Because I don't know a damn like thing about the new ones. I the name body. Heavenly Bodies because it's a pun, right? Like Heavenly Bodies and, and Space, but yes. they're also their bodies are are heavenly. Yeah, yeah. and they were not. They were not, yeah. <laughs> and they were, got. I remember I was talking it's about It's just like Beautiful Bob Eaton. It's yeah. like, yeah, that's a stretch of the word beautiful. But by the way, Bobby, probably one of the most underrated performers, uh, workers of, of all time. Love Bobby. I didn't get it when I was a kid, but like as I grew up and I really watched his matches, uh, Black Hole of Charisma. Sounded like the biggest uh, uh, hillbilly ever when he got on the mic, but great dude, great matches, worked as a heel and a face. I loved his, uh, I think he had a run with uh, with uh, Farouk. I'm drawing on his name. Ron, Ron Simmons. Simmons. Yeah, Ron Simmons. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Long day. I do apologize. I'm all the names to remember. Farouk. Farouk. <laughs> Damn. So, uh, no, he actually backed him up when it was him versus uh, when, when Ron Simmons actually won the WC title. I thought it was beautiful yeah. the way he backed yeah. him up. Well, that's where um, but, you got the name, beautiful Bobby. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> 
I mean, these things explain themselves. Yeah, it does unravel. Uh, I, I, I feel like like WWE missed a moment in SmackDown when they when uh when Kane Velasquez came out. I was kind of hoping like you know knowing you know hindsight of course having Ray come out like after uh after Brock Lesnar won the title in ten seconds he comes out um, and just kind of looks at him you know and then he you know. Uh, Brock Lesnar's like, what the hell is going on here? What are you gonna do? Yeah, exactly. What are you doing, Pipsqueak? You know, and then you know, some other music comes on. You don't know what it is, and it's Kane. Pretty sure that was Dillinger Escape Plan or some sort of uh, interminable dross. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was a pretty cool scene having him come out there doing a double leg takedown and really yeah. just. Uh, uh, but for me, a part of that was kind of like you. Brock has been this unstoppable monster for well over a decade. Maybe we're going on to two decades now. And in five seconds, uh, Cain Velasquez comes in and then just kind of like takes him down a number of pegs, right? Yeah. It's just kind of like, oh, well, now you're not the uh, the baddest uh, person on the block anymore. Yeah. So, so little... I, I just want to go on record as saying uh, I did predict this. Now, I, I will also make a point of saying that uh, – one of the most annoying things is when dudes like to uh, say, "I predicted smark this when you uh, smark out this outcome in this predetermined uh, match." Well, that's like half but of the Sam Roberts show. Shout out Sam Roberts, the last uh, living uh, uh, broadcaster. Broadcaster. I was a journalist, but that's not what he is. Um, <laughs> he did go to but, Missouri, but yeah, I, like I heard that argument that the uh, you wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, I've been to Missouri. I. Uh, you know, I'd heard that argument. I think we'd had it off podcast, but about the him coming out with Ray instead of coming out on his own. I think it was such a... First off, I don't think they had time to even throw up a generic song for him. Um, I, like I said, I didn't no problem with it. Like, I feel like... But the, the you, you listen to the pop. You go back to it. It's not there. It really isn't. It took a... Because it took a lot of people... First it, off, but I also think a lot of people in the WWE audience... May not know him. Really don't... I mean, they're... I don't think there's as much of a crossover as when it's wrestler to UFC. Yeah, all day. That's a huge thing. All day. But UFC to wrestling, like minus Ronda. The amount of people that don't know who Matt Riddle was still boggles my mind. Um, so, but you know, as a fan, like I, I'd be, I used to, I was a diehard fan of of mixed martial arts for a little bit of time. But I think the crowd has disgusted me to the point where I've, I've stopped caring sure. nearly as much. But yeah. Um, but you know, for the people that got it. You know, you did you you it it that pop sort of it's like it was a slow build where people were like oh and, and then and then literally like what you were saying, Adam, is as far as like Brock sold the fuck out yeah, of that. He, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, Mylanta. Like, Brock does not get enough credit for his like not just his physical selling, but like he's a good like dude. He's yeah, and his his face, the way he was looking yeah. as he was uh, hesitating to walk away, yeah. and uh, again, that's that's the kind of uh, shot that you can sell a pay-per-view on. Hell, you can sell a WrestleMania on. It's just like, well, here's this, you know, here's this brute force, this bully we've been living under, and uh, and now we've got this kind of ray of hope coming in. I eh, want to see these two no titanic forces. Oh, boy, did you like that? Did you like that? <laughs> I was going to go back a little bit to SmackDown. I mean, it was a lot of fun. Uh, cool new set. Uh, one awesome. thing that I did rub up against, and this may be a poor choice of words, so I apologize, uh, was uh, maybe a little bit like Erin Andrews kind of coming in, talking to the New Day, and she just kind of looked 
bewildered. Like she wasn't sure what they were supposed to say or to do. Or I can't believe I'm here. Can't like, believe what, I'm here. Or not, even, they, not even that. What am I even right. doing here? And they started kind of like dancing and doing, you know, New Day. Yeah. And she kind of just looked really herky-jerky really awkward, and awkward. Yeah. Uh, my my advice would be for Fox Sports to just kind of bring in some of their old, uh, bring in someone like Dan Deerdorf to come in and just go, but it's a lot of guys here that are having fun and hitting each other. Uh, just someone that just has no idea what's happening in wrestling. That always uh, works out real well. But it'd be comic gold. I think no, no. you would just love to see them go, this is uh, where the champions are made. Oh. <laughs> or, I have no idea what you're talking about, but I love it. Um, guys like Dan Deerdorf, Andrew Dice Clay, bring him Yeah. Andrew Dice. I'll course. take Dice. <laughs> so I think I think because I won't, I just want to make sure I say this before the end of the podcast. I think my favorite my my biggest surprise or the thing I, I found most rewarding this entire week of wrestling um, was the presentation of NWA Power. With three I, R's. Three I, R's. Power. I, I was first off. Billy Corgan and company. Time out. Yeah. Time out. Before you continue, God, I want you to finish that because it's beautiful what you're gonna say. Because we can look, take two episodes ago on the very first episode that we did for the wrestling show, you cursed Billy Corgan as a human, and, and as a I human knew being. with a fact, with a every every morsel of beat of my of heart, every being. fiber in my heart of my being knew that NWO was going to be amazing. But continue. Well, so again, that Billy Corgan's still a, a terrible human being, um, but. Billy, what? I didn't say that. This is I didn't say that. The only thing Billy Corgan is terrible at is his hat placement. He needs to just turn his hat a little bit more he, to the center. Anyways, first <laughs> off, and this was, and I had, I had this discussion where I was like, the only thing that NWA can do in my mind that's going to make them stand out is if they really honor the tradition of the NWA and keep it that same vibe. And that's not only did they do that, they did it next level. It literally felt like. Man. Like, there hasn't been a stop in their production since 1988. Exactly. The, same the, production. But... Like, the, the, everything looked the same. It looked it looked exactly the way I wanted it to. It felt old school. It felt like wrestling, which is, yes. like, my biggest thing. It's like, this isn't sports entertainment, folks. These are big men having fights. They're talking tough. It's none of this... The gradual process to the main event, and I will get into... I don't mm-hmm. want to really talk too much about it until we talk about our match of the week. Yeah, but uh, the gradual process from like you know you know curtain jerker opening the match yep. mid card and then until your your main event it had that that actual build up to where it's like yeah that makes sense you don't have Seth and Brock going at the fucking beginning of the yep. you know the match granted it's not a pay per view I get it I, I understand that but you're not having your top tier guy you know go on the first match just to hype and you know hype things up it's a build up to that. It's an actual build-up like old-school wrestling, how it used exactly. to be. And it's like you were excited, like you are on the edge of your seat waiting for it. Granted, there's even no, no commercial. Oh, well, actually, there was commercials in there. We can talk. The best oh, commercial ever. That commercial. I Jeez. Did, I did ask, did Dr. Steve Brule do that? Exactly. I mean, yes. It almost, yeah, exactly. Austin Idol, if you're here listening to this. I will go to that school. <laughs> I, I wanna, yeah, I want to go to your school. Um, but, yeah, I, like I was going to say before, I was – Interrupted about uh, rudely uh, interrupted. This as soon as I heard the first chord to Dawkins into the fire. <laughs> I don't like that though. I don't. But go ahead. Oh, I was dude. Shut up. <laughs> I'm the biggest. I marked out so hard. They. Oh God, Dawkins. Dude, does not get better. Quick family story. Uh, one time, one of my uncles, the best day he ever had was that his boss gave him a Dawkins CD. 
and he wouldn't t stop talking about it for years. He's like, remember that docking CD my boss gave me? I was like, yeah. Wow. That is the best. It's a great cool. song. It's a wonderful song. It's just, I think this, there needs to be something else for the nope. intro. Wrong. <laughs> wrong. If they ever change it, I'm going to be heartbroken. I, I do the fuck. Dude, don't ever change it, Billy. Billy, if you don't ever change that song, you've made me, I'm, I'm a fan. He's a believer. I'm a believer a, a of, uh, of your Uncle Fester looking ass. Um, <laughs> Billy, you finally won him over. I know. But so, <laughs> but start to finish. Corgan got over. <laughs> the, one thing, the one thing that I'm super ha happy about is that they made it, I mean, they did so much right as far as like setting themselves apart. Like, look, this is an internet show. They're not trying to be some pyro WWE like traveling show. No, this is a, it just feels like exactly what it feels like the best product they could possibly do in yeah. all the regards as far as the like even like after the segment you have David Marquez like uh Gordon Sully used to be sitting at his little table oh my god they come over you get the they have the tough guy talking it eventually that that little whatever that is the little podium or whatever's gonna it's good every week it's gonna get knocked <laughs> over but um you know first off one thing that again big shout out to my uh, brother Mike um big ups Mike big ups Mike which, it's true, like, I was never the biggest uh, Eddie Kingston fan, but dude, you got, between Eddie Kingston, Nick Aldis, and um, Eli Drake, yeah. you got three dudes that sound like, like they sound, sound like wrestlers. Yeah, and it's, Not even just champions. They sound they, like wrestlers. They well, sound like about, wrestlers. Don't leave out James Storm. Well, no, Jim, of course, I was going to say. Timmy, too. I yeah, mean, yeah. Like, like Jim Storm. Oh, that whole thing was God. so well done. <sighs> I broke my heart. I mean, and so kind of dovetailing what you're saying too. What I loved about Power was that the these the stories going into the match, the angle, if I may be a mark here, uh, was straightforward. Was yeah. very yeah. straightforward. You can understand. Oh, here's a guy that wants yep. to uh, that yes. has to that is a teacher, and he's got his last fleeting glimpse of pride and of glory, and it's all going on the line. That's all you got to tell me. Two seconds of that video montage yes. sold way more of a story that I, as uh, as a person, can relate to, that anyone can relate to, and you're instantly pulling for him. That's all you needed. You Definitely. needed to show him walking that school hall, and uh, and you really pull for the guy, and it yeah. was great. Absolutely. Yeah, was I, just really quick, yeah, too. I'll, 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 the commentators. Yes. The commentators were talking about the match. Yes. They were leading that story of that match, and it was just like, I'm more invested in this match. I don't. I don't care what Kofi's going to be doing later tonight. Right. Dude. You know what I mean. And, and I'm listening to Cornette. Everyone shits on Cornette, but Cornette loves this fucking yeah. business, and he, he he prides himself on that. And I I, I love him. I, I love Cornette. I, I love Cornette. Even too. when I don't agree, that's the thing. As I was yeah, saying earlier, you're gonna have disagreements. Like, he, I disagree with him about fifty percent of the time. Now I'm an old guy, so I, I do understand where he's coming from. But I still disagree with him about fifty percent. But at least when he's even when I disagree when with him, he's, he's still fucking entertaining. When he's, he's working. so funny. But that's I'm so glad you mentioned it because that was one of my as soon as it started, I was like, something feels different, even right away, just with the commentary. I couldn't figure out what it was. And I was like, oh yeah, this is what how the commentary used to be. WWE used to do it. Yeah, uh, WCW did it. I mean that's granted, and I say it all the time, mm -hmm. NWO mm -hmm. changed wrestling forever as we know it as today. NWA brought the old school back. Well, that's it. So, my biggest thing, which is everybody with AEW, everybody keeps talking about, oh, we need the alternative. Impact was never going to be the alternative. No. So far, I don't care. Like, to me, AEW so far is not the alternative. Nope. I'm hoping out, I'm hoping they find the rhythm, whatever you want to say. But what I loved about NWA was it was presented as real. Like, you don't have 
you know, and I, I love the goofy shit. I love the over-the-top gimmicks. I love Undertaker. I love the silly, crazy shit. I love the Dungeon of Doom. I love Kevin Sullivan. I love the Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Yeah. But this is, this feels like its own thing. This feels like, it feels more real. It feels more competitive. And it feels like, like, again, the whole story with, with Tim Storm is so real that they sold it so perfectly. They did. And I think, I think part of what you're saying, too, uh, with Cornette, with NWA, they're carving out that niche. Yeah. This is professional wrestling, unabashed. We're not trying to be entertainment. We're not trying to be something else that's sideways wrestling. This is unabashedly wrestling. This is unabashed uh, men and women going at each other. This is a competitive sport uh that's what it is and i feel like nxt is trying to do that too like this is where you know uh no baloney people hitting each other which is which is fine you can see it to a point but i really feel in that corner of just professional wrestling hard hitting action and in an hour uh nwa power provided that that i haven't seen in in a long long time could not agree more i had the biggest smile on my face yeah me too i i i said this and again in a group chat um it's the first time in memory, in like the long time where days later I was like, I need to rewatch that in its entirety. I did. I just yes. Play. I didn't fast yes. Play. I just wanted to rewatch the whole show. Yes. Uh, you know, um, yeah, it was just, you know, I still say, like, I will say for my money, the best produced weekly show, and this was even when it was taped, was the best produced weekly wrestling has been NXT, and that's it's been that way for year, the last few years. I think as they've gone live on USA, I think they're continuing to do that. Um, <clears throat> I was just really happy with NWA because, again, it, it, you know, and that's the thing. It's the competitive level. You're not, outside of maybe New Japan, you are not going to find the competitive quality. That you're gonna, I don't care what anybody wants to say about AEW or the big stage, SmackDown Raw. NXT is where the most quality in-ring action you're going to find, right. state, at least stateside. Mm-hmm. But NWA presented itself as like, look, that's great, but so is this. And if you like that, maybe you'll, you're going to like this, which, again, I'm the old guy. It, I, the first wrestling I ever saw was NWA. It, I'm just happy that it, I'm so fucking happy they just exist. It, me too. I hope they continue what they do and they don't change a goddamn thing. Billy Corgan got it right. And yeah. Because, I mean, my, my short stint in, in the independent circuit, NWA was everywhere. And NWA was shit. Yeah. Shit. It was shit. I mean, you had like these little random nuggets of greatness, um, but then like the we had like three NWA promotions here. You know what I mean? Or, <laughs> well, or not not in San Antonio. We had one. We had in one. Texas. Yeah. No, no. But Texas had a, a lot no, more. Man. And then when Billy Corgan bought bought it, he just said, "No, scrap, scrap good, it out." Good. And so he he did a great job of that. But um, I appreciate that. I mean, it's, I I just love listening to other people agree with it. What pisses me off a little bit that it only had like two hundred thousand views today, and I think about but I but then I, I think about it in in in, uh, in hindsight now it would, compared to NXT's uh, nine hundred thousand mm-hmm. that was like world broadcast yes. on a you know promoted exactly. up exactly and it's like it was only like what seven hundred yeah uh, seven hundred short well, seven hundred thousand short of, of well, viewers. Do you and, hear that, listener? It's up to you to yeah. get these that's numbers right. up. That, that is, that is I, I encourage everybody to go check that out. Well, then that's my thing is I feel like I have hopes. I like, like, all, like in the same way that AEW became AEW because of grassroots, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, NWA was, I, and I, I, it's almost, it was almost inevitable where they were going to be the sleeper. Like, nobody was really going to pay, guys in their 20s, the younger wrestling fans who maybe don't know the history, 
They just came, they've come in with the young bucks and the popular sports the, entertainment. Yeah, but even or even the that really when it was the the war of the independence versus mainstream wrestling. Yeah, that's a lot of people got interested in that with like those like the Ricochet and Osprey match from WrestleMania weekend a few years ago and. Then when you started seeing it on, like, people even in my social media who aren't wrestling fans, I started seeing, like, people, like, sharing wrestling, <clears throat> you know, memes or wrestling yeah. videos. Like, wow, look how crazy. There's a resurgence, yeah. yeah. For, so I'm, I'm going to make this very uh, obscure reference here. But it's like you're saying that the Young Bucks and and uh, the people from New Japan, Bullet Club, they're like the new Lost City Ramblers. And uh, uh, NWA is more like Pete Seeger. Like he was in the beginning, kind of that folk, original folk scene in the 30s yeah. and 40s. And then when he had that revival, the late 50s and 60s, with uh, you know the uh, Kingston Trio and things like that, you know that's what we're seeing. That so uh, for you listeners who are in their 70s, I hope you understand that. <laughs> and danger bringing the folk rock. Uh, Not even rock. No, just a folk just music. Folk yeah. Music. Yeah. Well, the last thing I did appreciate too was the audience in NWA. Yeah. Yes. Oh, food. <laughs> First off, big up, big shout out to the "It's Still Real to Me" guy. Yeah, uh, it, it, I'm glad he's alive. Yeah. He seriously was. Was that Tony? Shiv- does Tony Schiavone look like with the beard? It did look yeah. like him. I, okay. I had to. I, it was eight in the morning when but I was that, watching. But that's the "Still Real to Me" yeah. guy. Oh yeah. my god, that's awesome. Yeah, he was great. Um, he was, I loved it. I agreed with everything that he said. Boot the bad guy. Yep. Cheered the good guy. Yep. And then when you had a face versus semi face, mm-hmm. they did. They it split in half. Yep. I loved it. And respectful. Yep. Also, big shout out to the guy in the big orange Clemson shirt. That was sitting right in the middle. I mean, there's nothing I love more than just a southern audience because. Well, that's the thing is like this. It it, that's the one thing that it felt like regional wrestling, which I'm I'm fan of. That's fine. Like loved it. Some people like their chicken fried, and some people like it grilled. Look, as the as the Californian in this group, the the the, the transplant. I was a West Coaster, but I grew up on Southern wrestling. Yeah. Again, my the two biggest exposures. Was NWA and then I mean AWA was more Midwest, yeah, yeah but, Minnesota, but still Minnesota. had a lot of Southern guys. But, it had, there. but I was gonna say, yeah, Dick, yeah, Dick Murdoch and all these like Southern guys. So <clears> I grew up with Southern wrestling. I have, I, I, it's that weirdly feels like home to me. Yeah, I watched I watched Dick Murdoch versus uh, Bob Orton this morning uh, uh, in a, um, a rope, I'm, a cowbell the, match or the. the uh, Yapapai. Not a Yapapai <laughs> strap match. Uh, the, pretty much a strap match, but like a, a, Tex, a, a Texas bull rope. Yeah, yeah. Texas bull rope match. Oh, Dick Slade or Dick Murdoch. Slayed him. Slayed Bob Orton. <laughs> uh, okay, we can mark out over NWA all day. But as, let's, as, yeah, let's you get know, it. but we digress. Yes. You know, uh, just so. Just glad we're on the same page that we enjoyed uh, NWA. I. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just saying this right now. I'm going on the record. I'm gonna be promoting the fuck out of that, that show. Me too. I, I have to. If, keep, if, if that, if that goes away, I'm gonna be crushed. Me too. And that's the thing is, if they don't need again, say it one more time. Don't change a fucking thing. Just keep, maybe keep adding to your roster. Yeah. I, do, I do have an idea based on adding to the roster. Uh, you can also book Chaos with an X to the that's next right. NWA show, Power with Three R's. Thank you again for tuning in to our show. No. That's been around. <laughs> Look, man, Chaos is already getting enough exposure yeah. for us. Hey, yeah. he needs to be at CZW. Yeah. He, he is the, the buck ten soaking wet, you know, hardcore king. You yeah. know, we, the, They always the, say the toughest nail is the smallest. You know, the, the lightweight hardcore king. Does he wash king. his wife beater? Does he just keep wearing? He just gets new ones that he finds in the uh, parking lot. Oh, okay. nice, nice. So uh, we'll move on to, uh, I guess we'll go on to AE. Oh, no, we'll move on to Raw. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because we already talked about, I mean, we did talk about uh, uh, Hell in a Cell. Uh, yeah, exactly. 
I'm sorry, what? And, uh, exactly. But the one thing that I say they got right, man, they didn't bring up Seth and they didn't bring up yeah. uh, the, the Fiend, that, that match. Look, man. Um, that was brutal for the audience. I still like the story. I still like the story they told. Yeah, me too. Uh, but the, these, I'm so sorry. I, I really mean it with, with, uh, with compassion here. Fuck those audience guys, the audience members for booing that much. Yeah, no, you know, I agree with you. You know, 100%. it's like, so don't want, and then they're still going to tune in the next day. Yeah, it, uh, so here, here, I had a couple of thoughts on this just yeah, uh, go ahead, from, man. from the beginning. Um, I think what's really tough is the Hell in a Cell should be your ultimate, like, blow-off match. That should be what you build up to. You know, uh, two people have a feud, and then they work, and then sometimes it goes to a ladder match, sometimes it goes to a hardcore match. You should always leave the Hell in a Cell as... There's no other means of, of squashing this beef, but in a hell in a cell, where one person goes in, one person walks out. Uh, you can't start. You can't start uh, a program, if I may use insider jargon, with the hell in a cell. Where do you go from there? If I it, could not agree more. It just happens on one match at the end, and then call it a day. Yeah, that's and, what you're saying, right? Right. And then I, I, think, I dig that. And then I think at the same time too. Everything's in a holding pattern until tomorrow. Like, let's remember, this is the draft. So this yeah. allows WWE to say, what's not working? Well, let's just switch Maybe up. We're going to put the big reset button here. And so now, let's just say, if Fiend and Seth isn't working, oh, surprise, surprise, one of them's going on SmackDown, one of them's going on Raw. We don't have to carry on. So everything right now, uh, for any feud you that's think, on you Raw think or SmackDown... You think they'll split Fiend into one? Well, they have the ability to... So at least split. At least they don't have to keep up with Seth and, mm-hmm. and the Fiend. Now, any kind of uh, feud angle, what have you, that's not working, we just put a big reset button and say we don't have to keep Absolutely. up with it. Absolutely. Uh, so it doesn't. What What does it matter right now? What is yeah. What are the matches that happen before Friday matter? If you can just simply wave a wand and it's over. And just no wild card. That That was the stupidest thing ever. Yeah. Uh, so that that was the other the one. Of but the you agree, hundred percent. Yeah, I I agree with you though. Hell in a Cell should be the the payoff of a long belt feud. It was, but let's honestly, I don't want to talk about Hell yeah. in a Cell anymore. <laughs> I will say this though, you know, once again, Rusev. Every time, God, oh, is amazing. Every bro. time I, again, I'm going to do this. I apologize, but I've been team super athlete from day one. I when I remember when he was in NXT and I was like, is he doing like a tongue po kickboxer gimmick? If he is, I love it. But yeah. super, I thought he was the best. I mean, for like a monster heel, the dude's athletic. He he's just I, even when he was just a silent Bulgarian brute, like where he didn't talk, I still found him super entertaining. He's proven himself to be unbelievably entertaining. He's funny. He's got charisma. He looks like a dude who could kick people's ass. He's great in the ring. He's the full package. Right. And they, I mean, he had. So, what do you do with him? You put him Mark in a Henry, cuckolding fucking gimmick. Oh, I are, know. Tanner uh, would love this right now. It's Tanner, the Tanner. biggest. God. Tanner's really big into cuckolding he's gimmicks. A big, he's a. So, what you're saying is Tanner is a cuck. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> he literally just texts me, How's the show going? And I was like, uh, Still going. And that's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, like, dude, I'm like, again, I was so excited. You know, he's. They, now, do I want to see Bobby Lashley Wait, and Rusev? Is it just for Crown Jewel and that's it? I don't know. It again, shouldn't happen at all. Well, again, is there just a big reset button after this? I'm not a big fan of Crown Jewel, man. I just uh, I, no, I mean, it, Crown Jewel's the, a joke. Yeah, I mean, if it's money, if it's they're doing it for the money, great, I get it. But man, like but it should just be all exhibition matches. Hey, we're gonna do this, this, and this one time only. Yeah, there's okay, it doesn't and, have to be a lead up. Uh, if you want to watch it, you can watch it. If you don't want to watch it. That's fine. You're not going to miss anything. I don't think they get paid for that, though. Yeah. They don't, <laughs> I don't think they get paid to do that. 
So let's just have a bunch of 70-year-old men come out and make fools of themselves. God bless America. Let's not even get... Can you imagine if we were recording this? I was on such a high with NWA, and I went so far south. Well, I think we'll end it with our our match of the week when we get to that. But Uh, Cutting back to Raw, the the two things that I really liked uh, that were the same is that you were allowing the AOP... And the Kabuki Warriors to speak in their native tongue. Yeah. Kabuki Warriors. So I thought that was cool. I thought it was. I thought it was kind of neat that uh, a you didn't really need a mouthpiece, and then at least for AOP, uh, I thought it, they were more frightening and menacing speaking in their, yeah, their I hope, native tongue. Yeah. I like what they're doing with AOP. I mean, we're smart enough to read and again, subtitles with a Tajiri. Yes. <laughs> uh, he doesn't like it. Kabuki. Me saying he, she got she got Tajiri. Oh, Tajiri. Yeah. I mean, and I love Tajiri. First fan, this is a true fact. The first fan sign I ever made for myself was uh, the Japanese buzzsaw for really? I saw ECW, the pay per view in California. I uh, it had a really dumb title, but it was the one one pay per view they did where uh, um, uh, uh, I'm very uh, I think it. Ulysses S. Grant was president back exactly. Then? But so it was a it was the one where the I keep it was a local hardcore promotion. Um, C and uh, E, uh, X, XP, XP, XPW, 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 oh, yeah. I was sitting like 50 feet from it and we all knew it was going to happen. It was, it was a riot. It was crazy. Wait. I was there for that. This nice. goes out to you, Josh. Remember when we read that on Gerwick.net? I was that there, there was person. An now we know something that was actually five there. foot, four inch, 300 pound Supreme was, oh, I'm going to beat you up. And I was like, oh, I was hoping that guy was going to get his clock cleaned. Um, but, but yeah, I was, I was, I'm to this day, I'm a huge Tajiri Mark, but come on, man. It's the Muda. So I actually saw another. I saw a Muda match today, and he killed it with his uh, moonsault. Like that's all that was. That that was it, man. And it was like a beautiful match. And then he didn't tajiri the guy. (laughs) He just tajiri the air. Yeah. And that was (laughs) okay. So this is this is really weird. The Great Kabuki. As I was yeah. So I was watching the introduction of the Great Kabuki baby (laughs) with uh, Playboy uh, Gary Hart. Yeah. Right and. uh, and again, this was on uh, NWA, I guess, 1981, 1983. I'm watching this on my phone. I'm trying to show my wife who is humoring me by watching <laughs> AEW. And I go, look, babe, this is where wrestling has come from. And this is what we're watching now. But I got to tell you about uh, NWA Power with three R's. And she said, I don't have time for it. So I go, <laughs> but look, Playboy Gary Hart, apparently his parents were very wealthy from Chicago. And uh, and and Good that's boy. how he became a manager. He found the great Kabuke baby. And uh, this is what he said. This is what he said in the intro. Again, uh, it was, uh, I, I forgive me for not knowing the uh, broadcaster's name, but he had the microphone with Gary Hart. And Gary Hart was just talking about a match in Singapore in which he fought another person. I believe the surname was Singh. And in order to win the match, and this is where I love, Gary Hart says, you know, life over there is pretty tough. And I thought, God, that's the saddest kind of racist thing I've ever heard. Uh, but he says, life is pretty tough out there. And the match you had to end with putting your opponent over some hot spikes. Uh, he said that uh, uh, Kabuki had actually won the match, but the uh, competitor and his brothers uh, actually took hold of Kabuki and then put his face on those hot searing pokers, which uh, ma- maligned his face, which caused Kabuki to wear the makeup. I love how the story took place in Singapore. I love how uh, none of this can be verified in any stretch of the imagination. 81, 82, baby. All you had to do was just say, he wears makeup and he shoots green mist, and then Kabuki managed. He comes out to the ring, and he's got this 
this huge shawl all over his face, almost like the mummy, and a gold-plated mask. He comes yeah. up here. Uh, his his opponent was, they go, a Hawaiian or a Samoan wrestler. And I was like, okay, cool. And it was a good-looking guy. You could tell, like, classic face, handsome, uh, good-looking body. Jobber, though? Uh, I mean, it was. they said it was his first match. So, oh, okay. uh, However, you get Kabuki come out here. They unfurl the mask. They take off the... Uh, they take off this gold-plated, weird, it just reminded me like Kingdom of Heaven kind of mask. Yeah. And then you see the face paint, and he shoots out the green mist. And the people in the crowd, the people in the audience were like, ooh, like they, there was a visceral reaction. That's going to be a and sound clip. I'm <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just so weird. If you guys are watching uh, Muto or Muta, uh, I was watching Kabuki. The thing is, I remember when I first saw Greg Kabuki, I was like, oh, this guy's, he, first of all, he's an ugly human being with or without the makeup, but uh, sorry, Kabuki. Um, but like you know, he's like five seven. He had no physique. That dude today would be a heavy. I mean, that dude's like that dude's practically Brian Cage <laughs> if he was wrestling today. <laughs> well, you know what they call Kabuki during Halloween? The Spooky Kabuki. Oh, God. There you yeah. go, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus. There you go. Thank you again for remember listening. when Robbie the Brain he used to call uh, to to use move the fly burrito. Uh, <laughs> Bobby the Brain. God, that was a long let's, time. Let's not talk about the racist origins of wrestling. God. Anyway, yeah. so anyway, we'll, go back, back on track. we'll go back, back to Raw. This way, we just did 20 minutes of the Great Kabuki. Yeah, oh, that's gold, baby. That's gold. This is what, this Still is more entertaining than what happened on Raw. Yeah, that's not wrong. <sighs> I mean, the thing is like... Tyson Fury, Braun Strowman. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Seen it. Like I said, I don't have a problem. If, if you're a six foot nine inch undefeated boxer... All right, that's fine. Like, at least you're not Drew Carey. I thought he could move around in the ring pretty well. I mean, I really liked that you had to bring all the boys. Everyone had to come out and separate them. Oh, because... see, yeah, I didn't even finish watching it. Oh, that's the that's, thing I didn't that's... see. Okay, yeah. so that was pretty It went on a little long because uh, I think Braun gets out of the ring. and Oh, it's over. But then you he realized there's five minutes And then you left. found out EC3 is still employed. Yeah. And, and I, love, what... I love it, yeah. <laughs> I, I love when they have to bring out all the boys from the back. and like, whoa, EC3 still here? And uh, uh, Eric Young, I think I saw. So in there, I was like, wow, he's still getting a paycheck. Uh, uh, but that no, was good to see him. Glad to see him. It went on a little long, but I think it's cool. Uh, maybe at this point, maybe Raw and to a partial, uh, maybe to a point, SmackDown, they're going to lean into just more of the entertainment. Maybe the wrestling is going to be left to NXT, and they realize uh, okay. wrestling is going to be left to, uh, in a lesser extent, AEW, and then, as we just talked about, NWA Power. To me, the most exciting nights of wrestling are uh, Tuesday night or Wednesday. Like If I can watch AEW, NXT, and Power in the same day, which I did, yeah. Uh, then yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. I'd much rather do that than, than have to maybe go throughout the whole week can watch yeah. three different programs, three different days. Nine hours of wrestling, by the way. No, actually ten with with, with any uh, with power NWA. Three hours. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll skip Raw. Uh, AEW, man. So I thought it was. I mean, it starts it's off with the, it starts off with the Inner Circle. What do you, what do you, what are your thoughts on the Inner Circle? I thought so the far? Inner Circle. I thought the promo that Jericho. I heard. I've heard a lot of people either love or hate how like it was how good. much insider. Like, you know, all the jabs that Jericho did. I found it entertaining. Look, it's 2019. The, if you're going to, if any audience is going to be into that, it's the AEW audience. Yeah. Also, but it doesn't matter. Jericho's gold. He could fucking fart on a microphone for three hours and it would be entertaining. I'd listen he's, to it. And he's, I mean, I mean, you got to remember, we just talked about AEW grassroots. It's made up of people that listen to wrestling podcasts, that yep. that watch shows, that watch uh, Being the Elite. Like, we all have a certain level of, 
understanding. Now, do yeah. we know the business inside and out? Of course not. Do no. we book the territory? No. no. But we understand that he's playing to an audience, a certain audience that's tuning in, that's buying the merch, that's going on the Jericho Booze Cruise or whatever it's called. So if he All wants sold to, out, by the way. Yes. If he, if he wants to use terms, and then when people start talking about uh, we the people, and he shuts that down, no, I thought that was great. I thought it was brilliant the way he yeah, did that. Yeah, again, I don't have a problem with it. Like, a lot of old school wrestling fans found it too, you know, too fucking smirky. But, look. Wait, how did you talk yeah. to old school wrestling fans in 2019 over the internet? Well, as I'm saying, that's, that's all that, my, my... That's, that's me, of, man. Yeah, that's my whole social media. It's either... <laughs> 20-year-old kids uh, that love AEW or dudes my age who just cry about everything. Um, or That's about me, everything. man. Yeah, so life is great. <laughs> well, it's actually, yeah, so it's either 20-year-olds complaining about everything or 40-year-olds complaining about everything. But I'm 30. Now, let me just say, Inner Circle, uh, life is a flat circle. I mean, it's great. It's, you know, it's funny. I, I was thinking about it. This is the first faction Jericho's ever been in. He's never been in a faction before. He wasn't in the flock? Nope. Um, nope. No, he wasn't. He's the never radicals. been in a faction, and no, I mean it's cool. Like it's about he. If anyone's going to lead a faction, it should be Jericho yeah. in 2018. I, now, to me, it's the most unthreatening faction of all time. Like I don't know. They I mean, those guys from LAX, right? Were, were those guys? See, in LAX? I, I was assuming they were. Yeah, I mean, I know that's. I know that's the little, second version of LAX. Yeah. Ooh, I'm sorry. I don't. I, I mean, God They're bless cool. them. They're when, all right. When's Conan coming out on? Uh, oh my God. Yeah, on AEW, but where's old Homicide? Um. But it was a cool faction. I got I got tinges of like Raven. When Raven had the flock, he came out, he had the belt, and then if you were gonna go through uh, to try to get the US Championship Championship, you had to fight the flock and you have so I know, but they look, it looks like a ring full of people I can kick their ass. I don't wanna I, like I don't know, Jake Hager's pretty tough. That's what I was saying. I with the exception of uh, Jake Hagar the Horrible. How did Ugh, Jericho really? pronounce it? It's not it's not Hagar from uh, Final Fight. Exactly. <laughs> did oh, you, that's did like, you know that Jake Hagar is the son of Sammy Hagar? Yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah. Can drive fifty five. Um, no, is it? No. no. Oh my god, it <laughs> oh, yes. got me. Jesus, you're talk about um, Wango Tango. But yeah, like I mean, I don't know those LX guys. What? And I, I'm familiar with their work. I just, it's fun. It's. Um, they look like bulldogs that are going to be they, like. They look like five foot eight inch, hundred and sixty pound bulldog. I don't know. But I mean, it's, it's, but, it's but, a start. But, it's okay, something. but who are they going against in AEW? That's that, well, that's, that's this is a whole other thing. <laughs> You know, that's, we're not going to get into this. I like that private party. Private party was I pretty good. I didn't like... I, I, <sighs> I, I, I get both... Like, I was impressed, especially for a young team that's... Talented, yes. Yeah, but do they need polish? Do they need... They need to refine I, it? I, they overdid it, and they just seemed like when they were about to go into the high spots, they were, about, they were hesitant. They are like a okay. half a stop, yeah. half a step off. Yeah. It's like... You're you're telling. You, I can I can see what you're you're, you're, you're uh, what is it called when you're like not choreograph uh, uh, telegraphing. Yeah, you're telegraphing. Yeah. I yes. was like you're about to do something. That's high, a big thing with all of it. You're, you're telegraphing right to the audience though, not to not you know not intentionally to to your opponent. They did a high. They did this crazy crazy hot spot. Like it was like a hot tag hot tag spot in like the first two minutes. Yeah, I did and then they that. kick out. Like if you're gonna do that, finish finish. Especially that they they did the upset with the win, right? Which I, that was my favorite part, and that, I kind of saw that coming. I especially the way they were. They, I mean, talking about Telegraph and they, with the way they were building it up, it was almost like yeah, they're they're kind of foreshadowing that they're going to win, right? They're going to do the unthinkable and beat the Bucks in the first round, but also knowing that the Bucks don't want to be like they don't need it anyways. Yeah. But yeah. I was happy with that because the fans are into them. They're a young new tag team. They're putting they're we they're making new grow. stars. We can see them grow. I, 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 again, not taking away from their talent. First time I've seen them, and it was amazing, right? Uh, but that should have been the finish. 
If they did, right. the guy was jumping like ten feet higher than the fucking ring. Yeah, yeah. no, I like, agree with dude, you. I, like, I definitely agree with like, you. Like, and 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 granted, he's not bigger than that much. He doesn't look that much bigger than cheeseburger to me. Yeah, I you agree. know what I mean. Like yeah. so, like this dude's well, jumping up. Yeah, but you, I, I see I'll what you're be, saying. No, yeah, I'm I mean, you're, not, you're not super far apart. I'm not. I'm just being sarcastic. But I would but you're love. You're not really that far. <laughs> off, <but. laughs> I would have just loved to. I, it, it pissed. It really turned me off, and I really actually turned to NXT after that, uh, which we'll get into next. But yeah. Um, Really, really talented. I just, I was turned off. I don't know what else to say on that one. Uh, I mean, I also, well, I mean, if we're not talking about them anymore, I really did like uh, the two skinny guys that were fighting each other for the right to face Chris Jericho. There was. Uh, see, I. So I'm going to come back to this. Like. I'm not going to touch on that. I'll, I, like, I, that's look, a man, 10 minute rant for I, me. It was fine. I'm going to touch back to this one. Besides the Fiend. You can't do Undertaker in AEW, man. And that's all I'm going to say on that. You can't do well, Hipster first off, Taker. I'm sorry. And I, look, I respect everything. He, he's worked his ass off. Sure. I respect that he's this he, this guy has made his name. But Jimmy Havoc to me is the... There you go. That's he, I just, he's so... He doesn't look like a wrestler. He doesn't look like a fighter. Um, he looks a little like Hot Topic in 1999. Or like, a DJ that does goth nights yeah, at the bar. But, I mean, his whole... <laughs> I also, like... Hardcore Shout wrestling. out old school atomics. Yeah, <laughs> hardcore wrestling in twenty nineteen is just sad. Um, but dude, I just I don't I, just go away. I mean, I respect good. I'm happy he's made a career for himself. It's nothing personal, but every time I see him on the screen, I just get mad. It's just he doesn't look, like just look, man. If all you can do is fall on spike boards, like get just get off my TV. Uh, you sound like uh, when uh, Ric Flair would call mankind or Mick Foley the uh, stunt man. Yeah, but the thing is, like Mick Foley. I mean, he was like 275. 6'3", uh, 270. And he also charisma. For you, Jimmy Hammett can put as much like goth accoutrement on and he still doesn't have any real personality. Okay, but okay, so you heard that. You had a positive influ- uh, positive vibe on uh, I did like that. Again, it was kind of simple storytelling. The winner of this match goes on to face Chris Jericho uh, next week. Right. The best part of that match was Pac's... Uh, yeah, commentary? Pac's commentary. Oh, yeah, boy. it was good. And then again, okay, so you got those people. What pissed me it was like two guys. Those two guys are going to go up against Jericho and expect yeah. it to you know have a, have that, a formidable. That goes back to like the the talent, ro- the depth of the roster. It's like which is what I've been saying. There's only like the same ten people that you you just have to keep doing kind of different. One uh, thing I did like though to really actually ranging. talk about the Pac thing was that he his whole point is like, why are these two fucking idiots going to get a shot at the title when I have and I'm undefeated? Which, the, at the whole build-up of, when the losses are going to matter? Well, they're not doing that so far. So maybe at least they had Pac say that to sort of, like, Spur. touch on that or whatever. So that, you know, saying what the audience is kind of saying. But It'll come up later. Um, I thought, running through the whole card, for, for, just because I feel like, just to, like, I thought that match was okay. I thought the women's match, the... the Brent um, Baker and the tag team. Was... No, okay, like I don't even have really anything. It was good. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. It just it was what it was. It was, I thought it was better than the other, because we also didn't. We're not talking about AEW Dark, but I'm actually going to get back to that later at the end of the podcast. But um, it was it was fine. Um, the four way tag. Um, I mean, I'm a huge best friends mark. The, yeah. Like I've been, you know, I think uh, Chuck Taylor is the most entertaining person currently working in uh, professional wrestling. Uh, I'll always be a super fan, and I love Trent too. Yeah. Um, but you know, it was the right team got the win. Um, Lucha Brothers are probably like you know um, 
you know the most talented tag team they have outside of the Bucks. Uh, but it was I thought it was an overall an, an interesting match. It was really really well told. Yeah, it was really yeah. well told. Those guys on the rings were professional. Um, thought that was fine. Um, I thought the Sean Spears. I feel like what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing with that? First off. My favorite thing of the whole match was just fucking seeing Tully Blanchard. Now I don't mean to be yeah. the old guy, but just the, Tully. You know, fucking Tully, dude. That dude's a he's just a bad motherfucker. Um, the best thing and Tully lives ever in did. San Antonio. Yeah, exactly. Does he? Mm-hmm. Oh boy, I there's was about funny, to say something rude, but there's uh, some funny stories. Around, I'm not going to we'll, say anything. We'll, we'll, we'll tell off uh, off the podcast. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so you know, I thought uh, all in all, I definitely think it was a step up from the last week. For sure. The, I mean, the cool like. Uh, Chris, uh, or, um, King Omega coming out with the the, the, the broom the, and the the broom. I like that idea. Yeah, I did too. I thought it was cool. And, you know, the audience popped hard for it. I knew it was go- I knew he was going to do it. Yeah. but it still looked badass. Yeah, and I, and I I loved the the fact you know he's he's the cleaner and he had the the wrapped the, up broom. I thought that was that was genius. badass. Yeah. Um, I again I I've read some negative things about like why would like you know if you know. Uh, Moxley is willing to like almost kill him, put him through a glass table. Why would he just leave? You know, leave him there. Well, because he has honor. That's his whole thing. Like, he wants to be, like. I totally. I yeah, like no, that. I got, it. I, I, I got thought it. it. I thought it played well. I thought it played well. That yeah, he you would still maybe root for him if you like Moxley or if you like Kenny Omega. Uh, you got two somewhat faces there, and so yeah, you wouldn't have him do something super dastardly. <sighs> what do you guys think? What do you guys think of the main event? So, I'll definitely tell you about oh, the main sir. event. And just really quick, too, and we can move on. I hope that they have a better build-up with Kenny and, and Moxley. Um, I mean, I know Moxley got, got hurt. Yeah. You know, you know, I understand that. Kenny's the best wrestler we got yeah. in, today. That might change with N- N- NWA. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, God damn, he, that dude's too good just to be not wrestling. Yeah. Every other week, he needs to be wrestling. Okay. You know, it's, it's something weird. like it's, that. It's like this weird, I don't know what they're, like, this whole, like, it's like, he he's he's getting L's left and right. He's like yeah. almost becoming like a combi act. I don't know what they're doing with him, but I hope they know Granted, what they're doing. Granted, it's a second second episode. Yeah. I'm gonna. But even I'm, if you I'm go through like the pay per views, but right. no, I agree. And that's the yeah. thing. I will say at the end of the day, I thought the second match, the second episode was better than the first episode. Yeah. Um, the end main event was okay. I didn't dislike it. I think Dustin is still like my favorite. Just seeing Dustin have this weird end of career renaissance that he's having, like right. he looks amazing. He looks, he looks in great the, shape. He looks great. Looks he's like his dad's dad, but like in in shape. In shape, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just super happy for that. The MJF chair shot, I popped. Yeah. I marked out a little yeah, bit I did too. because you know what's happening. Yeah. You know what's going to happen down the line yeah. if you watch yeah. uh, the elite or be yeah. the elite. You know what's going to happen, but God damn that! I I was like, is he going to do it on the second episode, episode? already? Uh, they're gonna draw it out when, especially with Be the Elite. Even though I, I'm kind of, kind of, don't like that show too much. I do, it, but yeah, I, it's entertaining. It's yeah. entertaining, but I don't want them to cross. They, they, yeah, you don't want to watch. And that was my big thing: is I like being the Elite, but I hope that's not what uh, Dynamite's gonna be. Right. They better keep that super yeah. separate. Yeah. Don't watch. Don't want watch one or the other if you're like it. I will say like too like. You know, I like I wasn't fully aware of MJF. Um, I knew he had his reputation in the like independent scene, but I wasn't super f- familiar with him until the whole start of AEW. Yeah. But Same. I gotta say, like, I think the smartest thing those dudes did was signing that kid. Yeah. I yeah. think he is the best heel. Um, he's the best male heel, I think, in the business right, right now. now. Mm-hmm. Um, he just gets it. Like, even his social media. Well, he lives the gimmick. He lives the gimmick, um, dude. I hope that kid has a big career. He's like I said, he's not a big guy. But I think in this day and age, I think he could be yeah. 
I think he could be a super. I think he could be big money if he keeps doing what he's doing. I'm super happy with that. But now he's not so much heel anymore. Um, but because that put him over, yeah. that put him on Stone Cold status yeah. yesterday. Uh, I, but on, again, on he, we all both know where this is the storyline is going. You're just waiting to pull that cord. You're yeah. waiting yeah. to rip that cord. And when you do, it's going to be a cherry moment. Like it's going to be really, really cool, yeah. and it's going to be uh, so rewarding. Was... But one, one last thing I was going to say though, uh, as far as AEW is concerned, is uh, I mentioned this off. Podcast to multiple people. Um, you love skateboards. I love oh. skateboards. <laughs> I love uh, jean shorts and tights. Um, no. Um, Callback to I dynamic still, dudes. So I, was at, I remember being at PWG and seeing this big motherfucking handsome guy in the corner talking with, I think, Adam Cole. And I was like, wait, is that guy in NXT? I think his name was Austin Draven. I forget what his NXT name was. Oh, yeah. But this day and age, this day and age he's uh, called Luchasaurus. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. I've been, I was like, you know, he's a big dude. Like, you know, he's about, they say he's like six, seven, six, eight. He's like six, five in real life. But he's a big dude. He's jacked as shit now. But, dude, he, I'm so happy that dude's gotten so over. Mm-hmm. Because only in wrestling, you can never tell what's going to get over sometimes. But, like, this six foot five inch dinosaur man. But he's just knowing that dude was five seconds from walking away from wrestling forever because he didn't think he'd ever make a career right. out of it. And dude, he's super over. He's more over than Jungle Boy and and. Uh, he is, but they make a good trio. The, yeah, absolutely. The, the yeah. Express or Lucha yeah, the, 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 the Jurassic Dino Express. Jurassic yeah. Express. And, and, but I'm just happy for him. I'm, I hope he's just. And we have Lucha Underground to think for that name. Absolutely. Yeah, it wasn't going to be a thing. Yeah. And, and then that happens. So. And in fact, when he Lucha like. You know, when he left, when that all kind of imploded, he went back to the Indies. He's like, I don't know what to do. And everybody's like, well, just keep doing that. He's like, I don't, are you sure? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, just do the dinosaur thing. Who yeah. cares? And he kept it. And it's, it works. But anyways, at AW, that's AW. NXT yeah. now, let's talk uh, about this. Yeah, I, I didn't want to talk. Yeah, talk, there wasn't too much on AEW that was like, oh, shit. Yeah, exactly. The MJF thing and the inner circle, Kenny. Yeah, those are the highlights with the beginning and end. Uh, Solid on that? Yeah. No, okay, I think, cool. think pretty fair. Cool. NXT. Didn't watch all of it because I was I was trying to focus and I was giving AEW a fair shot. And granted, I don't even watch NXT a lot, but holy shit, I'm gonna start watching. You gotta it now. get on it, man. I That's started. Been... I, I it, it's been something that I, I've been putting off for a long time. I know everyone like marks out about it. Um, and I think that's why I was They're being like pre- right being a pretentious now. hipster, but like yeah. oh, I don't watch NXT. Well, I, I go through fits of watching it, and then I stop for a couple months, maybe. But I think the beauty of that, because I, I I'll watch like one or two episodes. I'm like I don't know who who anybody is, but it's I'm watching good best, wrestling. Yeah. It is the best roster. Or, yeah. First off, you have the, f- not. I was going to say the best female heel. I'm going to say the best heel period with Shayna Baszler. Oh, yeah. They've booked her perfectly. She is such a, first of all, she's believable. She's a legitimate ass kicker. But she is picked up on pro wrestling so quickly. Yeah. Um, you've got, you know, um, uh, I, I'm a huge Bianca Belair fan. I think yeah. she's a gift. I think she's the single best homegrown talent they've ever produced. I'm including Batista, anybody. She is just pure athletically. She's nobody can compete with her. <laughs> I like how you just said, I'm including Batista, and that's it. I mean, there's so much homegrown talent. They have, yeah. But I, I think one of the nice things about NXT now that it's going, it's being the third. Uh, if you wanted to call it third promotion under the WWE umbrella, is that before this, it was kind of finishing school. Yeah. You had people coming in, let's see what works, maybe they have a gimmick, 
But you would always wonder, does that gimmick transfer over when you go to the big show, when you go to SmackDown or Raw? Now you don't really have to worry about that. Can you can you stay in NXT? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's been the joke for years is like, oh, no, somebody got called up. Like To me, it's like, to me, the way I see NXT is like, T, uh, NXT is like you're, you're, you're in training. Like you're on the... You, well, that's you, what you it, learn, yeah. You, yeah, it, it, it is training. You learn all this stuff, all you know, how to wrestle and all, how to tell a good story. Then you get called, you know, you, then you finish training and you go out on the floor to work your real job. And, and everything you learned in training goes out, out the, the fucking window. window. Yeah. That's a great yeah. analogy. Yeah, so that's how it fucking is. You know, and, and, and you see, the way I the way I perceived it yesterday, like these guys can out outwork these guys in the main roster. See, it's... All day. It's so the the inner conflict I think for a lot of fans, knowing who Hunter was as a person and his politicking and his all of his bullshit, but just the magic that he has done with that with their development system, and how much you can tell he really does understand the business and loves the business and what he has done for pro wrestling, the quality of that show top to bottom, like you know. I mean, they've had their ups and downs, but consistently, they've just been consistent, high quality from the start. It's NWA with a higher budget. Yeah, and again, but they still do things right, like don't light up the crowd. Like, I yeah. don't want to see the crowd. I need to have my attention focused I love on, that so on much. the people yeah. in the ring. And yep. uh, spoiler alert, my favorite match was probably Drew Gulak and Leo Rush was a great to match. kick things off. That that he made the the best decision, say not signing that contract to be with Homeboy. That's still. right, right. Oh my God. Yeah, and again, like you know, when he was like the mouthpiece. For... See, did you see his face when he won? Yeah, like that was authentic. Yeah, 100%. he's like he was. I, I did it. I did it. Right I did thing. it. Yeah. But well, who, then, who would have said a year ago that we'd be Drew, talking about Drew Gulak him. and Leo with, Rush? Dude, the Gulaks are amazing. Yeah, I oh, one of the best wrestlers. But ever, yeah. like. On WWE TV, yeah. carrying a sign, kind of doing yeah. hokey stuff, like not using well, just it being just being in two hundred five. Well, well, Gulak is actually a CZW uh, uh, you know Veteran? alumni. Oh, well, I mean, know. yeah, I mean, Gulak's been on, especially with the West Coast. He, he, I mean, here's the thing that just just that matches. That's what that whole thing summarizes why NXT is fucking magic yeah. because they let people get over on their own work, I, dude, and. The there were they let dude that I know we we talked about it last week but I forget sometimes what why I like professional I, like you get in the routine of just watching you can't explain you it yeah but that Adam Cole and Matt Riddle match was like oh yeah this is why I love pro wrestling the Gulak and Leo Rush again a year ago people hated Leo Rush yeah he needed to be gone but the thing is I will say though I thought Leo Rush was perfect he was supposed to be annoying yeah. he was supposed to be the yeah. little annoying. But again, he's good on the mic. But but that's not what he wanted to do. Yeah, and that's you the thing I can say. Like this kid is incredible. He's an athlete of the highest caliber. Not to brag, friend on Facebook. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> uh, Leo Rush. This is Adam Danger. Uh, I always believed in you. Yeah, again, I mean, dude, this dude so we're so over in the indies. Yes, I'm not yes, even you. kidding. I mean, and, and you would see these matches. I'm like this guy. And then when he finally, I think he got called up to Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. and then he went to NXT. Well, look. I remember, like, look how over Apollo Crews was when he was on the Indies. I remember when he showed up to NXT, people lost their minds. Unfortunately, he just, he's lacking something. I I mean, he's just, he doesn't have the same sort of charisma. Leo Rush actually has charisma. Yeah. He can talk. He has his own personality. You can love him and hate him. Yeah, exactly. Um, But again, 
it just it's great. NXT gives you the tools and like, look, you can get over. It's up to you. Are you going to get over? Do yeah. you have what it takes? Um, just again, like the Velveteen Dream. That I remember watching Tough Enough and being like, you know, that kid's definitely the most. He actually likes wrestling. He has some actual experience. He's athletic. But I was like, that dude is. Ne- I just assumed that guy was going to be back in you know wherever he came. Like, New Haven Port. Uh, North Haverbrook. <laughs> North Haverbrook. We'll never get that. Boaz, dude, Alabama. he found what you know. He, he and again, he took a stupid Prince ripoff gimmick, but God damn it, he, he made, made it, it work. He works his ass up in but the ring. That's what all the all the vets say. Like you take it, you make you it your, your own. own. It's so good though, man. This is yeah. insane. And again, I, the whole I match. It. I mean, every NXT episode, even if it's a match I'm not invested in, I respect, like, first of all, I'm a huge, um, um, uh, what's his name now? Cameron Grimes? Um, uh, he's related to Grimes Grimes? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, he's more uh, Leonard Skinner these days. But, um, <laughs> but you know, I like what they're doing with him. You know, like, um, he actually has a gimmick because before he was just, like, the kind of hippie-looking uh, Southern guy, but now he's got he's got started getting his gimmick. But you know he he won, and I feel bad for Boa. Like the Chinese talent oh. in NXT doesn't oh, do yeah. well. But Boa's a legit dude. Like he's a great athlete. Got beaten ten seconds, but um, but even that like even that match, I loved everything. I mean, it was you know it was fast paced. It told a story. You know even the, the like camera guys played off of uh, Killian Dane really well. Yeah, he jumped up and grabbed his hat, and there's a lot of cool like little things in that I really liked. But Start to finish, beginning to end, like I'm just, you know, even if they're not, even if every episode or every match isn't, uh, you know, a home run or an A plus, at I it, their their level of consistency beats everybody else doing it outside I, of maybe. I think pain. too, uh, one of the things that, that goes in their favor is just having their takeovers what once a quarter. Yep. So if you're going to build up to something, you allow you the allow talent to trail the story. Yeah. It comes back and forth, and again, you keep the stories pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Uh, so it's enjoyable. So then when you do have that payoff, it means something. It, you know, yeah. Ciampa and Gargano, like that really meant something because oh, yeah. you saw the buildup, you saw the breakup of the tag team. And even if you were a, friend, uh, a fan of the tag team before, it was such a great buildup. It mattered. And we're still living with the reverberations, what, a year and a half later, two years yeah. later? I mean, that's when you get, as a fan, you're rewarded for watching, you're rewarded for caring. And that's yeah. what you have to do. You gotta have patience in that. And then I, I never even saw this guy with Jackson Reich. Jackson Riker, yeah. Riker, was, uh, he oh was my uh, God. against Roddy, or who was that? No, he was a, he was backing up another tag team. Dude, when he came out, yeah. I mean, two dudes. Yeah, exactly. Like he forgotten. had one guy over his shoulder and yeah. then dragging. Was that Forgotten Sons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah forgotten dude. I, first of all, I couldn't want to find that match again. Like, I don't know if they edited it out or, or what, but I, I, I taped it. Oh, um, so. yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no. To your VCR. Um, <laughs> <laughs> your to my DVR and Hulu.com. which will be bleeped out. Thanks. What's up? <laughs> anyway, yeah, doesn't matter. Com. That doesn't matter. Break that. Uh, exactly. Uh, it's on Sling TV. Um, YouTube TV. So, but here's anyway. what I'm saying, though. Um, I don't care. Um, Champa, yeah. that's a dude that has met, worked magic. I just, I just, he just reminds me of like your top tier talent at Ring of Honor. Dude, he. Did you see that segment, that backstage segment? Where that goes, was amazing. That was, that was the best thing on all week. That was amazing. Saying, I have no idea. No idea to slap Dude, the taste like, out of his mouth. You know, I saw I saw him wrestle live years ago, and you know, he was in good shape then. I meant that as a compliment, by yeah. the way. Okay. Top tier talent, Ring. Okay. I love Ring of Honor. Okay, I know good. a lot of people hate it. 
No, I, like I said, we, you and I are in the same yeah. level with that. But, like, he's just, he was a guy that should never, like, you know, he, he went from not even having a contract to being the most push dude that yeah. they had because he's worked his ass off. He's gotten into the gym. He's put his body in the best shape he can possibly do on his frame. Um, he has his whole Blackheart gimmick. He works it. No. Dude, that line, um, you know, uh, uh, Daddy's Home. Yeah. Fucking killer, man. His whole thing, dude, he understands what works. You know, I love Adam Cole, too. You know, he's probably, for the, for years, he was probably the best dude on the Indies. Once, no. once like, guys, like, I almost called him Kevin Steen again. Sorry. Once, like, all the... Mark. Like, yeah, sorry. I, I just... Oh, anyways. boy. Kill, well, Steen, kill. The, 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 the Steen comes out every now and then, and uh, Danielson uh, yeah. will come out for me, too. Yeah. So don't worry. It's but still yeah, real to me, Dan. It's still real to me, but... um. Uh, but yeah, like so. Once all those guys got up, Adam Cole was like the last guy. Like he was, he was the Elvis Presley of the indie scene. Oh, once yeah. all those guys got called up, so I'm happy for him too. But again, I got, I, and I wouldn't know. Two years ago, if you said I was going to be a huge Chompa Mark, I've been like, fucking shut up. I mean, like I said, you know, I remember Psycho Killer. Clap, clap, clap. And then, you know, like, <laughs> but dude, he's impressed me because again, he he was given an opportunity and he fucking ran for it. Yeah, so, like good for him. And and, and all in all. I loved all the wrestling that I saw. I liked and loved yeah. all the wrestling that I saw this past week. True. Uh, which uh, we're living in a gilded age of wrestling. Yeah, I mean, and I'm so gonna... and, and so we're, we're we're doing first world problems on wrestling. Absolutely. The fact that AEW exists, I love it. Yeah. I, is, again, is, I, is it you is, know is it my absolute favorite? No, but I still will watch it because my, it's wrestling. My outlook on AEW is this: I'm not going to be sycophantic about it. if if it sucks. I'm going to say it sucks. But I'm, I'm rooting for them. I want always, them to succeed. Always. I want there to be legitimate competition. Like, yeah. We again, we're lucky to live in the age where we do. Absolutely. I think uh, Tanner said it best. He goes, "The fact that I can flip back and forth with wrestling today is amazing." amazing and yep. I was like, "Dude, that's such a good nostalgic feeling, and I love it." Uh, we're gonna do uh, match of the week. All right. Um, I have a feeling that we're gonna have the same one, but I'll let you. I'll Adam Danger go first. I'll go ahead. Uh, I kind of spoiled it earlier, but I really liked uh, Leo Rush and Drew Gulak. I so th- good. I thought it was good just hard hitting. You started off the program with that match. Uh, I was watching it this morning, and I couldn't take my eyes off of it. And yeah. again, I was just laughing to myself that I never would have expected this. Uh, just basing on what I've seen from Raw and SmackDown, I never would have expected that I would get hyped over a Leo Rush, uh, Drew Gulak match. Mm. The runner-up, though, I really liked uh, Roderick Strong, and then that uh, young guy he was with, he, uh, he kicked Roderick Strong in the head like three times. Oh, uh, Swerve. Uh, uh, Swerve. Yeah, Swerve. Swerve. Uh, Shane Strickland, was he yeah. called now? I, I, that's it was first Swerve. Time. <laughs> I just know like his nickname yeah. is Swerve. I was like, I was, I kind of flinched because I was like, dang, that yeah, is he was a great, stiff a great kick, yeah. like in the head, uh, which was great. Also, I have a, a theory real quick that uh, that uh, Undisputed Era is really just grown up Cobra Kai because they just wear black <laughs> and gold all the time. And Roger Strong was actually Daniel San, but he was seduced by the power of the oh, Cobra Kai. Oh, what do you guys Kai. think of that? Uh, the baby dick thing. <laughs> like, that was funny. Uh, that was, yeah. I mean, it, was, it was like a little like Attitude Era, but. But real quick, I do want to say about Leo Rush and Drew Gulak. Do you know what I loved about that match? First off, the conf, the, the the conflicting styles. I mean, they're both like cruiserweight guys, but Gulak, you know, Drew is more of a submissions guy, yeah. mat based. Leo Rush is like this athletic high flyer. But you know what? Why I liked it so much? Because it reminded me of n- mid nineties WCW when you had Malenko and Ray yeah. and all those guys. Yeah, the cruiserweight. It had that same sort of excitement because of the. That conflict of styles with like the lighter weight guys, it was I just yeah, it was a great match. 
go ahead. Sorry, I blanked out there for a second. Uh, I don't know what I was just pointing at people, and I know in, no one could see that. On so the, my match yeah, of the week so is what, what you're asking. Yes. It was actually point. probably going to be a surprise. It was actually from AEW Dark, and it was actually the Darby Allen versus oh, wow. Sema. Yeah. Um, Yoko Sema. Yeah, exactly. Yoko Zima. Again, Zima wasn't a guy like, I mean, I wasn't super familiar with until he came to, uh, yeah. you know, and he, obviously that guy has proved himself in his own career, but I wasn't that familiar with. And Darby Allen's been a guy I'm like, I go back and forth. I think his gimmick is really sort of, uh, as I we mentioned the other day, super try hard. Um, his whole, like, you know, the skateboard thing. Anyways, but 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 I the kid has something. First yeah. of all, he does have his own outlook. I think, he, he, first of all, he has the coolest theme song in all of AEW um, that I follow. That song is great. It suits his character really well. But that match was just fucking incredible. For both of the guys, there was so much energy, the back and forth. Um, I'm now, I'm a huge mark now for uh, the coffin drop. I don't know. Just oh, yeah. As the resident, obviously I'm a huge horror fan and like, you know, I like punk rock and all that stuff. And, you know, I that part of his stuff does appeal to me. But it's also just... He just puts him, you can see that this kid really does love wrestling and is putting his whole heart into right. it. I hope he finds sort of his own rhythm, like finds his like way out of the shin, the shindies, like, because he still has that like sort of like, you know, kind of like rough around the edges sort of. Yeah. Yeah. But high spots. But anyways, it was a great yeah. match. Seema, like he hit those double knees, like, uh, uh, dude. Yes. Brutal. That was brutal. Yeah. But those weird suicide, like those quick four suicide dives where he turns his body like. Anyways, a great match. I expected nothing from AEW Dark, and I walked away from that match. I was like, damn, that was a fucking great that's match. That's what needs to be on the air. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I said. Yeah, that needs to be on the air. Well said. And I'm just going to go really quick, too, because I have one que- one last question for y'all. Uh, my, my match of the week was it was definitely uh, Nick Aldis and Tim Storm. I mean, right. that, that was... I, I almost had tears in my eyes. <laughs> oh, it was yeah. so good. I, I watched that match. First of all, I watched, I watched Power two times, yeah. but I probably watched that match like four times. Um, it was a great old it, school match. It was a straight old school match. Um, granted, it was like semi-face versus face. Yeah. And then, you know, with Tim Storm with the low blow yeah. and yeah. still losing to that. I mean, like that last act of depra- depression was amazing. And then, I, I, I don't know. I just, I just, and the fact that the crowd was so behind it, Jim Cornette telling that great story. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was a, it was a perfect, perfect TV match yep. for TV. And you then, know. in fact, I think what sold that match for me, because the match itself was solid, it told a really simple but really understandable story. Yeah. You're, you had to, you cared about the match, which yes. how often does that happen for wrestling? Right, exactly. But I think what really pushed it over was the perfect commentary. It, it, the commentary hands was, down. Hands it, down. That's how you comment on pro wrestling matches. And the fact that Tim Storm is 54 yeah. years old. No, he looks 54. good. He looks good. Yeah. And the dude was outworking so many people out yeah. now, right now. But, um... And, and did you want to touch about anything else, or because uh, no, uh, I do have a question for y'all? No, let's so, get a question. So, 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 who do you think is going to be the biggest like hoorah for uh, the uh, the draft uh, for 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 SmackDown tomorrow? Well, you any know, we, any any predictions? We've not seen Roman Reigns in a while. That could be something mm. that. Uh, Who's going to be the guy that that leads SmackDown? How, how about that? Uh, let's. I can tell you who I'm hoping it is. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah who would you? I like? hope it's AJ. Yeah. I think AJ, he's still the most over guy. The dude obviously can have a good match with anybody. Yes. And it's about time we had a good heel faction running the main segments on mm-hmm. TV. I think, first off, people, even, they'll, AJ will never be a true heel because he, the fans love him too much. Right. Because 
even when he, whether he's a face or heel, he doesn't change this whole shit. He's still the best dude in the ring. And this was a guy... I, and he has one of the ba- best tag teams backing him up. Yeah, and, and like it works. And I'm just glad that they're doing something with yeah. the club. But at the end of the day, like when he was on top, they, you know, whether it got, got rings or whatever, that's, I'm not going to even discuss that. But yeah, it's fine. They, SmackDown was quality when he was in the, yes. in the main event. Yeah. Um, and the fans love him and they deserve, like. He, Smack, SmackDown, SmackDown went downhill as soon as he went to Raw. Yeah, I agree. Hands down. Hands down. Uh, um, and, and, and what about Raw? Uh, oof. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, Roman? first off, like, so I think, can we just say, like, we're on agreement that SmackDown is the new flagship show? It has to be. Yeah. It's obviously, yeah. I mean, it has to be. So at that point, it's got to be Brock, because he's the big money guy. Holy shit, that's a big one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I would say Brock, I still think that with SmackDown, though, you got to go with, uh, you got to go with Roman a bit. I think you still want to make if it's sure. G- if it's going to be the flagship, I see what you're saying If it's going to be the flagship, you still yeah. want to, you Either I don't think they're pu- they're not pushing Roman like they used to. I think they're letting him have upper mi- like I think he's in that conversation, but I think they're trying to like pull him back. I think they're gonna they ever since the the cancer thing or the um sure you know the his health issues leukemia um, leukemia. I'm sorry, that's what my dad father passed away from, mm-hmm. and I was having a little bit of a mental mental block there. But ever since that. He's sort of got some goodwill, but you don't see them booing him as much. I think they're still trying to keep him out of that, the the title conversation. Have an actual build, yeah, an, let him uh, be, an organic yeah. build. Yeah, that's, I mean that's that's if WWE was still solely calling the shots with SmackDown. Now, mm. if you're a Fox executive and all you see is Excel spreadsheets with yeah. zeros and ones and dollars and cents, and what is a safe investment? You may have heard of Roman Reigns. That makes sense. Okay, I'm going to go with that. You oh, gotta, I heard that. You, yeah. you got to remember that yeah. this is a, a partnership now. Now, WWE is working in conjunction with Fox, and yeah. that's why you're having the Fox influence. So if Fox says, we need, uh, for, you know, we need Hogan. We need somebody that people, name recognition that I know, we're going to sign up. You want us to put how many millions of dollars into this? Yeah. Uh, this has got to be a, a back and forth situation. Well, I'm not saying it's the most popular thing. I'm not saying like it's going to be the most interesting but thing. But it's a WWE thing. But yeah. it's a safe, sound Well, I mean, investment. now you have Cain Velasquez and Brock Lesnar, and that's, about, they, that's the biggest names they're going to have. Um, well, I don't think Cain's going to be there that long. Oh, I definitely think Cain's going to do a program. The same amount that Brock, I honestly believe. That. No, he's going to do a program, yeah, but like, it's he's not going to be tenured. Uh, like, we're not going to be talking about Kane three years down the line. Well, again, I mean, the future's shown us weirder things, but yeah. Um, so I think Becky Lynch though is staying on SmackDown. She can't. Why? Oh, because she's Raw Women's Champion. Yeah. Well, Raw, 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 Raw Women's Champion, yeah. Well, I mean, you could still do the switch, and then, oh, we have to have one But last she's match their most to... over. Yeah, well, Charlotte's going to be for that one. I think you got to keep Charlotte and Becky. Well, yeah, got to keep them apart. You got to keep that's, them That's your Seth and Fiend theory right there, man. Like, it does, it does why? Why break, break one of them down when you got two top-tier talent on that Well, one? that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying, like, they could, I don't know. They, they can figure that out. What I'm saying is, they're... Becky does make sense on SmackDown because though. she's their number. I mean, like I said, if, if you're if you're in agreement that SmackDown is going to be their flagship show, she's their most over wrestler. Period. Yeah. Like. Yeah, which I is, agree. Can we just can we just ponder that for a minute? How great that is that a women. It really is. Over? Yeah. Just it's what a great change. I, I, I was I was I was a little salty for WrestleMania, only because I and granted like 
Because you're a misogynist. Well. I'm not. No, I, 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 I felt like someone else besides Rhonda. Besides, besides Rhonda could have been in there. Someone like someone. Granted, maybe they didn't work for it. You know what I mean? As but if much you think as, about as, it, Rhonda was the most the biggest name celebrity they had so. ever. And she and and then, but that being said, after that match, I was like, I, 100 percent, you know, retract my feelings towards that because yeah. it was amazing. But my. Except for the ending. Yeah, okay. Just how sloppy that and, was, and so, yeah, we, we digress. I mean, yeah. We've seen worse endings in the Absolutely. past week, right? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I, I think, I think, oh, almost steamed it. Oh, uh, SmackDown, I, I would say Kevin Owens is their big guy. See, I, it's funny. Because he does, he, he's coming off of Shane, firing Shane. Yeah, we, yeah. we didn't you even know? talk that Shane McMahon's been fired from yeah. the WWE. I mean, it was cool, it was quick, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But I, I think they might, because where do you, so you just drop off you drop off Owens after that? You know, no, I mean? that's you can't. What, you got to build funny. that one up. I thought in the shakeup because there, again, there's going to be a shakeup. I thought Owens was going to be in the top discussion for Raw. Yeah, I think they need again. If if you're moving, if Brock is, you, you need somebody. You that, see, you need someone to still carry Raw. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. pretty good, but that's why I thought that I thought for a little bit um, that Kevin and uh, Finn should st- go back to NXT. Yeah. Yeah, I, and carry and, and and keep them as, as carry them as your Brocks. Yeah, Owen Owen is too. They need him. Yeah, because for sure. again, definitely agree. You still need somebody to be on the mic. You see, need somebody that you can trust to give promos and. But you want to. You definitely want an A plus show every fucking time. Yeah, yeah. So I think you get Kevin Owens on there. Mm-hmm. You get you keep AJ there too, and then you send Roman to, to keep your wrestling fans, yeah. your wrestling fans, right. and your wrestling keep audience, your wrestling market. To, to Romans, point, yeah, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, uh, any last any last uh, roundups before we call it a day? So I do just want to say real quick for me, and I'll let you go, uh, Adam Danger. Uh, so last week when we were talking, which was, I wish Tanner was here. Me too. Um, uh, which is the only time you'll ever hear me say that. Just kidding, Tanner. Um, <laughs> as I was saying, like, last week about talking about New Japan, and, like, which I do enjoy. I, I do respect New Japan. Their work rate is incredible. They have an amazing roster. But my point was that they do need to build new stars. I said that. Tanner got, Tanner got a little uh, heated I about disagree. that. Half hot. I disagree. I disagree. No, no, that was Tanner. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I disagree. <laughs> well, I disagree. Well, and I thought I, we were playing now, clips from last week. I'm going to say this with the, the caveat being, like, I know, well, almost... Who it comes from almost even makes my point. But Dave Meltzer himself on Twitter just said the exact same thing uh, a day or two ago that, you know, they're still doing great, but they do need to build more stars so that we're not seeing the same matches over again. And just a quick correction, St. Meltzer. St. Meltzer, exactly. <laughs> Seven-star Meltzer. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and I, I agree. Like I said, and like I'm, I'm, I'm happy that Sonata is in this, you know, he's, which is funny because I hadn't watched... I hadn't seen or paid much attention to Sonata recently. I was like, I almost didn't recognize him from you know a year ago when he had his black faux faux hawk and uh-huh. all of his black. You know, he's got blonde beard. And but I'm glad he. You know, I'm glad he's in this main event picture. But they, again, they're going to run that match on the ground. So yeah. again, I was proven, or at least I was. Somebody so, agreed somebody with else you. Agreed out there out with me after I made the <laughs> comment. So yeah. there you go, Tanner. Saint Meltzer. Suck it. Suck it, Tanner. You're wrong. You're Tanner. wrong. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to uh, once again uh, let you know that Adam Danger is the manager with Chaos with an X. We're uh, we are looking for bookings here, so if you want to go to my Alta Vista webpage oh here, uh, <laughs> I thought you had a GeoCities. I was say GeoCities. Oh no, that uh, actually went under. And, oh, uh, didn't I know can't 
can't find my password onto my Hotmail account. Uh, Your Juno account? Uh, cool dude 69 420 uh, at... Uh, if we could just... Uh, if I could just get an interview with him so I could post on my blog spot. That'd, that'd be, be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, again, Chaos with an X is looking for bookings. Uh, you can find him on MySpace. You can find him on MySpace. Uh, Friendster. Friendster. Uh, Napster. All, all the stirs. All uh, the stirs. So once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for inviting me into your homes, into your cars, uh, into your headphones. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Uh, uh, this is Babyface Adam Danger signing off. We look forward to uh, Chaos with the Next coming on our show soon. Who uh, you, just, you just let them know he's available. He's available we have the money. Uh, we're able to do that. You have so. all $50? We can pay him in light tubes. We, we can pay him in light tubes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's a game. I'm Tank Rodriguez, and for Adam Danger, James Tanner, and big ups to Mike, I want to thank you again for listening in. Have a good day. We'll see you on the next one.